Welcome to Today on Broadway for Thursday, April 23rd, 2020. I'm Broadway World's Matt Tamanini. And I'm arts and culture writer Ashley Steves. Ashley, nice to talk to you again. Matt, uh, it's been a hello. couple days. Uh, yeah, I think so. That's, um, I can't I remember. Mean, time's uh, an illusion, so. Yeah, time, flat circle, can't mm. keep up. I don't even remember. But Jeremy over the Bear last me. few days... Jeremy Barry, oh, that's a good one. I got to add that one to the uh, to the rotation <laughs> on time metaphors. But um, yeah, so on Tuesday, or you and I did Monday's show together. Then Tuesday we had the Tommy Moore with Lena Hall. Then yesterday on Wednesday's show, I did the quick little news segment and then talked with our friend Jose Solis about the drama desks. Jose yes, is yes. great. Um, Love Jose. I've, I've worked with uh, Jose on a few things over the years and had him do some freelance stuff over at Broadway World uh, for us in the past. So I, I love Jose and I hope that we'll get him the best uh, and of the his best. voice a, yeah, a little bit more here uh, on Broadway Radio as well. So if you didn't hear that, he is one of the Drama Desk nominators, uh, one of the seven, I believe, along with our own Peter Felicia. And he mm-hmm. talked a little bit, as much as he could, because he's not allowed to discuss what actually happens in the in the sure, discussions. Sure. Yeah. But kind of talked about the Drama Desk nominations, and uh, we talked about how exciting they were and how nice it was to just freaking have awards to talk about. Yes, every um, single time we have any kind of awards, it's like, oh, yes, normalcy yeah, for a minute yeah. at least. Well. And it's not even just normalcy. Like, it's it's the best of the normalcy. You know, like, it's the celebration. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. That, that's what it is to me. Like, I could do without, like, grosses. <laughs> you know? Like, that would be oh, normalcy. Sure. Yeah, and I just fine. wouldn't care. It's the <laughs> balm of the celebration that really does it for me. So, I'm uh, very and excited with, about and that. And with so, such great nominees, too. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I always love the drama desks, even nor- in normal seasons, because mm-hmm. they all, they've always got some weird things. And I kind of love that True, about the drama yes. desks, <laughs> is that because they have a small nominating group, because they see so much... Uh, and and Jose talked about that yesterday. They'd combined seen 200 different shows and not even including like the last month and a half of the season. So to think about that group of seven people saw 200 different shows, not combined. They saw 200 shows. They saw 200 different shows and most of everybody saw all of the same shows. So it just really <sighs> is fantastic. And they see they have some great things. And they're always weird. They're always crazy. Like people that win the Tonys often don't even get nominated for drama desks. And it's, they always have a different <laughs> right, perspective. Yeah. And I love that. I love that about the drama desks. Um, so anyway, listen to that. Also head over to patreon.com slash Broadway radio. We have some, uh, I've done a few interviews over the last few days and I've got another one coming up. That should be really, really cool. Um, and uh, some of those interviews, especially if I do them as tummy Moore's, will be popping up in the Patreon feed before they enter the regular feed. So head over there and support us if you can. All right, Ashley, let's get into the news. Earlier this week, it was reported that the release of the highly anticipated film adaptation of Lin-Manuel Miranda and Chiara Alegria Hootie's In the Heights has found a new release date. Originally, the film was supposed to come out on my birthday, June 26th of this year, but oh, after... No. I know, so sad. Um, But then it was postponed indefinitely as the coronavirus wreaked havoc on studio release schedules. Now the movie is going to officially hit theaters, presumably if theaters still exist, on June 18th of 2021. Now, last week, director John Chu said that it is a film that screams to be on the big screen. So actually, I am hopeful that there will actually be a thing called movie theaters come next Matt, summer when this please i'm just saying like <laughs> gonna hurt my soul i mean they're talking about amc going bankrupt right. and it's just right. you know and i think this makes sense i think it would have been great if we could have got this in the holidays 
Um, but two reasons why that doesn't make a ton of sense. One, from the practical standpoint, I don't, I wouldn't, if I'm the movie studio behind in the Heights, I would not want this competing with West Side Story. Also and then secondly, true, yes. But secondly, this movie is about the summer. It yes, takes it place over the 4th of true, July. True. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, it takes place over the, you know, the three or four days around the 4th of July. So it, it makes sense to release it then. It just sucks because I was so much looking forward to seeing this. Oh, this God. Summer. Yes. I mean, the trailers made it look, and I'm, it's, it's not like it, doesn't exist anymore but it made it look so incredible and just a big thing we were all looking forward to having this adaptation of a musical that you know we all love and love what, what looks like an incredible adaptation of a musical we all love so yeah it's disappointing uh it just you know absence makes the heart grow fonder now we oh. have to wait another year our heart is going to be very fond for all things <laughs> so theatrical my heart very is soon. So fond, yeah. Yeah. Well, um, with the delay in the In the Heights film, uh, on the converse side, something that apparently has not been delayed, Ashley, at least according to Hugh Jackman, is the upcoming Broadway revival of The Music Man. He says that it is still on track to begin performances in September. Hugh said in a recent interview with Variety that he speaks with producer Scott Rudin every other day, and they are still planning My on beginning rehearsals. I was gonna, I was waiting. I'm just waiting. <laughs> uh, he said that they are still planning on beginning rehearsals on June 29th. Bless his heart. Um, now he does admit, of course, that <laughs> all of the current plans could change, but right now what he's saying is that the schedule that they had been working under is still sure, what they are planning sure. for. Obviously, things could change. And now, actually, the more I hear about this stuff and the more we come to learn and the more that idiot governors and mayors try to force open their specific uh -huh. municipalities in order to appease billionaires, the more I am of the opinion that it's going to be a long time before we get back to normal, let alone have large gatherings like Correct. theatrical performances for thousands yes. of people to attend. I am starting to think that my worst case scenario of January of 2021 might be the best case scenario. Um, <laughs> I just, I, I, that would suck. And maybe off Broadway opens up sooner because the, the capacity is smaller. Um, sure. But I just think that even shooting for September would be very, very difficult now. Cause over the last few days, we've heard a lot from the CDC and from Dr. Fauci uh, at the white house's COVID-19 response team talking about there is almost certainly going to be a second wave in the fall. And if oh, we no start, yeah. yeah, and that'll be the, the CDC director said uh, just yesterday that it'll probably be worse. Not necessarily. They don't know if the virus itself will be worse, but it'll be overlapping with the flu, which one would be two different, you know, viruses and diseases going on at the same time. But COVID-19 could be exacerbated in people if they have the flu. So uh, the idea that getting back to things after Labor Day might make sense if that curve were to kind of stay on that downwards, uh, you know, trajectory. But if that that depends, I was going to say that depends on right. people not being selfish and actually staying within their homes, unless they're essential well, workers or volunteers. But alas, yeah, people have to go get their hair cut. Yeah, and uh, you know, and the natural life cycle of the virus is that it will come back as well, like we mm -hmm. saw. And you know, for those of us old enough to remember in 1918. With the with the Spanish flu, it came back in the fall as well. Um, so I just oh, I'm just I, I'm saying this stuff. Yeah, <laughs> thank <laughs> you for picking that up. Um, I just I want to prepare people 
to start thinking about the worst case scenario and thinking that January could be uh, our hopeful date um, for getting Broadway back. I could see, you know, maybe launching, you know, losing the entire um, 2020, 2021 season and maybe starting the season in April or something for the 2021, 2022 season. Um, That would be horrible. And I don't know how or if Broadway would be able to rebound in any optimistic time, but I think that we have to kind of start looking at that as a possibility. Love to think about it. Sorry. (laughs) What a downer. (laughs) Yeah. Can you get the Debbie Downer sounder from Saturday Night Live to put in there, Ashley? (laughs) Um, Okay. So I do have one good bit of news in this section, Ashley. Uh, You and I have talked a lot about the Vineyard Theater and how I always seem to screw up my schedule when I'm in town so that I can't see their incredible shows, even though... I have opportunities too, and I'm like, oh well, I want to see something else. It sounds kind of weird, and then like Huge people start mistake. to see it and say it's yeah. the greatest thing ever, and I'm like, Correct. I am such a freaking moron. <laughs> well, the Vineyard Theater announced another great thing earlier this week, as they will be launching the Roth Vogel New Play Commission in partnership with Tony-winning producer Daryl Roth and Pulitzer Prize-winning playwright Paula Vogel. The commission will be awarded annually to a mid or late career playwright in order to provide quote time, support, and inspiration for a new play they have wished but not yet dared to write. Actually, despite Daryl's husband's suspect business and political connections, mm-hmm. Roth, <laughs> Roth and Vogel are revolutionaries in our industry, and having them involved with a commission like this is wonderful, and I really love the idea of them supporting mid and late career playwrights, because there are a yes, ton of commissions absolutely. for early career playwrights. Yes, exactly. And, and that doesn't necessarily mean they're going to give it to, like, Lynn Nottage, who has, you know, a sure, great career, sure. but they're going to be looking at somebody who I would imagine is, is not, you know, a, a Pulitzer Prize winner or a Tony winner right. and somebody who needs that extra support to be able to continue to turn out great work that a place like the Vineyard would do. Absolutely. And as you said, not necessarily going to be a Lynn Nottage. It's going to be somebody who maybe mid late in their career hasn't gotten either the recognition or hasn't even been able to create the work that they've been looking to for whatever circumstances. So this is always great. And as you said, we love the Vineyard Theater. Yeah, absolutely. All right, let's move on to some things that uh, are being done in reaction to the COVID-19 outbreak. Yesterday, the nonprofit Covenant House announced a slew or announced that a slew of Broadway stars will be participating in the organization's national sleepouts over the next few weeks and months. They will first have their digital sleepout coming up on April 24th. There will be Broadway performers participating in that. But if you're unfamiliar with the Covenant House, throughout the year, um, the organization which provides homes and shelter and foods and training and so much more for homeless youths, um, they host sleepouts around the country as fundraising efforts. Um, and they're great. You often see people campaigning to get donations for them. Uh, in fact, Stephanie J. Block was like my third Tell Me More guest years ago to talk about nice. the nice. Broadway brag sleepout. Yeah, I look, I brag about Again, every should. Tell Me More guest, every t- chance I get. Um, but the specific stars participating on Friday uh, and the digital sleepout will be announced, but other stars that are confirmed to be sleeping out in coming months for different events will be Rachel Brosnahan, who is one of the big champions of Covenant House, Adrian Warren, Ariana DeBose, Stephanie J. Block, and uh, Audra McDonald is actually on the board of Covenant House as well. Um, so if you can contribute to Covenant House's vital purpose, please do. I, I try to support them as much as possible, uh, especially since um, yeah. Stephanie 
talked so eloquently about their mission. If you want to go way back in the archives and find them, you can find that episode on broadwayradio.com. Uh, but it was lovely. And so I, I hope that you uh, all consider uh, supporting them right now. In some fun news, actually, this was kind of a surprise press release to be getting. Um, on Monday, beginning on Monday, April 27th at 8 p.m., Jason Robert Brown will be continuing his subculture residency via virtual concerts. He will have, can't believe I'm going to say this, he will be having uh, someone named Ariana Grande participating who? in his first one. Yeah, who? Uh, Ariana Grande and Shoshana Bean will be participating in that first concert. Um, you can donate to assist the subculture staff uh, during the the staffing musicians there uh, during it. Um, of course, Ariana Grande made her Broadway debut in Jason Robert Brown's musical 13. Jason Robert Brown has also written some music for some of her albums. He played mm -hmm. for her at the MTV Music Awards one year, too. It was actually like the pre-show, but like right when she was becoming big. Uh, right. And, and uh, Shoshana Bean and JRB have worked together quite a bit. So going to get Ari singing some, uh, some, maybe some 13, maybe singing a little songs for New World, maybe uh, for last sure. five years. Who knows? So... Uh, that should definitely be an interesting concert coming up on Monday. Next up, Ashley, I don't know. Have, have you gotten into the TikTok thing lately? Um, Not particularly. I see what comes up on like my Twitter feed or Instagram, things like that. But I'm not specifically, though I, I did learn today as my best friend was searching that someone has stolen my name, my usual social handle on TikTok. And it's oh, not no, this me. is Ashley. Okay, it's not you. Okay. <sighs> Well, I, I will say that I have become a fan of the TikTok. Um, I have to mm -hmm. kind of, I have a very curated list of people that I follow, but it's just fun. I mean, it's mostly stupid dance videos. Um, and I love that. Yes, I love a stupid uh, lots dance of so video. You can, yes, lots of So You Think You Can Dance people I follow, lots of Broadway people. But this made me even more uh, happy about it because yesterday TikTok announced that they were donating $2 million to the Actors Fund's COVID-19 Emergency Financial Assistance Program. Amazing. Uh, yes, yeah, Stokes, Brian Stokes Mitchell said, we are grateful to TikTok for this generous donation to support the Actors Fund. Uh, these funds will help thousands across the country impacted by work stoppage in the performing arts and entertainment communities. So I'm going to spend a, an obscene amount of time scrolling through TikTok tonight because once Good. you start, you, yeah. you cannot stop. True, um, so very it, true. That's also me. why I don't get on it specifically because <laughs> I, you know, again, time is an illusion, Jeremy Barry, but uh, I have it's very a little. I have very we, little. We, <laughs> yeah, we are currently in the uh, dot that dots the I. Yes, exactly. Um, okay, so something else that's really cool. Yesterday was announced that the cast of the fan-freaking-tastic musical The Prom and the Broadway Podcast Network will be teaming up to host a virtual prom. Teenagers who are missing their proms this year are invited to get dressed up and make a video of themselves dancing their hearts out in their homes. You can, can, can submit photos and videos at broadwaypodcastnetwork.com slash prom 2020 they had a really fun video with a ton of different cast members from the prom actually you and i have talked about how much we love the prom and uh, this is very cool I, I love all these efforts from the sunshine songs to all of the stuff that jen tepper and broadway world are doing with mm -hmm. uh, senior showcases and yep. stuff like this to try to give the folks who've had their lives is their lives not necessarily disrupted to the fact of like you know being ill but the little otherwise seemingly mundane stuff missed but those are big life moments for a lot of people so i'm, I'm very excited for uh for them to continue this 
All right, let's get into my recommendations. The first one was the fifth video in the new YouTube series, R&H Goes Live, Rogers and Hammerstein. And it features Matt Doyle performing a new modern take on Hello, Young Lovers. Matt Doyle, my second Tell Me More guest, by the way. Mm. Um, so <laughs> check that one out. That's always fun. Then, Ashley, um, perhaps you've heard of this guy, Joel Gray. Mm. Oh, yes. Familiar, Around, familiar town. Gray. Around town. I've heard his name. Yes. Yeah. Um, he wrote an opinion piece for the New York Times called Before Coronavirus Theater Was My Salvation. Where do I turn now? Mm -hmm. um, Joel Gray is a legend, obviously, but he is so eloquent and so. Yes. Um, he's written thoughtful. a few pieces. I think he's written a few pieces for the Times and they've just been yeah. so beautifully done. Yeah, I mean, it, and it's just so good because he communicates so many things that I think a lot of us are um, are, are feeling right now. Mm -hmm. So yeah. um, head over, read that piece. And then finally, the last thing, God lover, Patty freaking Lapone. <laughs> of I course. Just, we should end every show with Patty freaking Lapone. If she tweets out enough, I am there. Um, but she responded to all of the birthday wishes uh, that she'd gotten the day before. We talked about that on, on yesterday's show, or mm -hmm. I did. Um, and she posted another video from her basement. She starts it off by saying, yesterday was my birthday. I'm pretty hungover. Um, and then she goes through and like <laughs> plays this little like dancing toy. I think it's mm -hmm. Haba Nagila, right? Is mm -hmm. that the song it's playing? Yeah. And she does a little like dance to it. Then people had asked her what was in the lockers in her basement. So yes. she goes through yeah. the different lockers. There's like a beekeeping mask. Of course. Um, there's a, uh, some waiters, waiting boots. Mm -hmm. There's a Tony, there's a yep. Tony award. That she um, and couldn't she, be more indifferent about. Yeah, she was it. like, yeah. She eh. had nothing to say about it. Literally nothing to say about it. <laughs> and then she gets to the second to last locker, and there's a bottle of Jack and a bong. Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm, I mm -hmm. think, what did she say? Something like, you know, no explanation needed for this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I believe so. It's the <laughs> highest form of camp. God love her. Oh, my God. Oh, my it's God. It's perfect. She's so good. I love her. Speaking of camp, I posted a picture of a mask mm. that I got um, uh -huh. for, you know, a new mask. And the, the the wonderful Tracy Bennett of uh, End of the Rainbow fame and uh -huh. Hangman. She's supposed to be on Broadway right now in Hangman. She replied with just the word camp. Perfect. So I don't, I mean, I don't really, I mean, it's a Marvel superhero one. So I don't really know what that means, mm. but I will take it from Tracy Bennett. I think you should. Yeah, that's that's a very high form of flattery right there. Yeah. Congrats. Uh, that's what I told her. I was like, I'm going to wear that mask and that description as a badge of honor. So, uh, <laughs> absolutely. All right, that is all that we have for today. Thank you for listening to Today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Broadway Radio, and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at BWWMatt. Ashley, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at No, this is Ashley. But not on Instagram. But not, not TikTok. Oh, TikTok. Damn it, Janet. I got distracted because <laughs> I got a text message in oh, the middle sorry. of- Oh, uh, sorry. See? While I was saying that, I got a text message that said, also, <sighs> you are correct. Zoe is being annoying AF. Oh, That's a God. reference to my- uh, to my Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist uh, reactions. But Yet yes, again. Ashley, no, this is Ashley on Twitter yes. and Instagram, but not on TikTok. Not on TikTok. It's not me. It's someone else from New York City, but it's not me. I promise. Bastards. Uh, also, you <laughs> will be here on your own for Friday's episode, yes. as I will be live tweeting the NFL draft. So I'm find sorry. me over at LandGrant33 if you care about Ohio State and the NFL draft. Hmm. <laughs> for the for that point. Two five of you out there that actually care. <laughs> All right. Have a wonderful Thursday, everybody. Ash will be back to take, to take you into the weekend, and I'll be back to talk to you on Monday. <laughs>